dad without a dad production. Hey everyone and welcome to the How to Be a Dad Without a Dad podcast. My name is Andy Griffiths and with me as ever is Jose De La Roca. Jose, how you doing? I'm doing great. Just looking here. <laughs> <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, so before we start, before we get into it, this show is sponsored by Doggy Locks, <laughs> uh, the prime dog grooming service in the south of England. If you need your doggy groomed, cleaned or whatever, uh, we will tell you how we can help with that later on in the podcast. <laughs> you take notes really serious. Absolutely. I'm like, hey, don't it's forget like... don't forget to say hi to Doggy Locks. And it's like, before anything, before I say hi, <laughs> let me say, before yeah, I just forget. Just scream the brakes on the podcast like, <laughs> how's everything going, man? Uh, traveling, traveling, traveling and traveling. My friend makes fun of me because he's like, your book should be called How to Be a Dad When Your Dad Is Not Around for Half of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite as catchy. <laughs> and then uh, it seems like you too, right? Like you guys are like traveling family. Your yeah, wife is it, not. It's, at... it's it's pretty unusual at the moment. So basically my wife is out for she's been out in Ireland, Dublin for, for a while. Uh, but she was back for a few days and then she was gone again. And then for me, uh, I've been in the country for, for like a month, six weeks solid, which is amazing. I'm really, really happy about that. Uh but uh, yeah, uh, doing calls at odd times in the night, just had E3 happen. Uh, so uh, my job is like PR in the games industry. So you always get people calling you at odd times of the night when uh, when E3 is going on because people are like, hey, I can't make my appointment or hey, I can't remember where I am or hey, have you really? got the number for this thing? And I'm like, no, I don't. And it's also like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Um but yeah, think things are going okay. I mean, I, you're definitely winning in the travel stakes at the moment, man. Hundred percent. Well, I don't know because you're. You just said that your wife was. It's been in Ireland for a while, and they just came back. So she seems like she's doing the same thing I am, right? Kind of, yeah. And kind of. I am your wife in this scenario, <laughs> which is terrifying from an imagery perspective. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it's. It's okay. It's not too bad. I mean, the thing is, the good thing with me and my wife is that we we kind of go through bouts where we're both traveling, but we try and plan it out so that one of us is always here, uh, obviously. Um, and it, we, it hasn't come to a point yet where they've both intersected, which is good. When that happens, that's when we're in trouble. Has it happened though? No, not right? really. There was. I remember there was a time when. Um, I was out of the country for around about six days and then I came back. I saw my wife for like one day and then she was away for 10. So sometimes that does happen. <laughs> but hey, it's not too bad. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure my son gets bored of my face uh, and I'm sure he gets bored of my wife's face. So to mix it up a little bit sometimes, it's, it's got to be a good thing. So basically, I'm your wife and you're my girlfriend because, well, my girlfriend doesn't travel at all. Yeah. And uh, she's actually, I think she's scared of traveling by herself because um, at the moment we're recording during the week and I'm about to leave to Chicago. Then I'm going to New York for three days. I'm going to do an event in the Barclays Center and then I'm coming back to the West Coast and I'm going to be doing Seattle Pride. 
and then coming back home. And then I told her, I'm like, yeah, you know, like I have all these points, all these miles, like you should come by and, you know, stay with me in Seattle and we have like a little vacation type. And she, I think she's scared of flying by herself and carrying like, um, cause I guess you had to take the, the car seat. Cause you know, you need yeah. a car seat when you have a toddler and she's like, I'm going to get lost. I'm going to this. And, and now she's giving me the excuse that she's not uh, finding any subs, like substitutes, because she's a teacher, by the way. And But I think she just doesn't want to deal with all that. Where, you know, with me, it's like second nature now, probably the same as you guys. And I pack light, but you are like, like Dude, you're a freak, right? Like, like a, you I have like a, a, a knapsack or a over the shoulder bag if like so i've traveled to so when i traveled to china i had an overnight bag and i was there for three nights so yeah i travel super light wait so but so you stink the third day or <laughs> what <laughs> uh, so the place where i went was uh, shenzhen which is like it's basically this place that that tencent which is a company over there kind of owns the whole com uh, the whole city um so essentially when you go over there this was for one of my old jobs uh, when i was pr manager at uh for free jam games in, in portsmouth um then essentially they give you clothes <laughs> so they're like it's so hot over there that you sweat and like you only have to go i'm telling this to the goddamn la guy so you know for a, a very pale british man like me to go out there in like uh, and it's 35 degrees, which I think is like, I don't know, 92 Fahrenheit or whatever crazy stuff that you use. Um, like I go outside for two minutes and I'm already covered in sweat, like regardless of, of anything. So they start, they, they basically give you clothes. They give you like t-shirts. They give you, they don't really give you trousers, but you know, I wear jeans all the time. So it just, just absorbs that stuff. But yeah, traveling lights, the way to go, man. Like if you travel all the time, you know that you just need a book, need your laptop, um, need change of clothes, obviously. <laughs> Shoes. Are yeah. you sure? Because you only have a little sack. And I'm <laughs> sure by the third day, your trousers, like you call it, they probably yeah. stink. Yeah, they probably do. But, um, you know, deodorant's okay. <laughs> I yeah, travel. Way to go. I started doing a little suitcase and then I figured that uh, it was not, I don't want to say enough, but it was practical for me to take a backpack. So now I travel and it's very practical because as you know, here in the USA, you had to take off your shoes, all this shit, right? And I discovered last year that I could bring food. So I save money by bringing food and not waste, you know, money on, on the per diem that I get. So now I have a backpack where I have my book, my little tablet, and snacks and then I either put my my hat or whatever I'm wearing and then my clothes are in my suitcase so it's a little suitcase and uh you know my backpack but people out there are just fucking traveling like there's no tomorrow man for like yeah. a week it's like they had two suitcases they check in I mean the company f will pay for mine or like I have the points and all the stuff that doesn't have but people but you're nuts I don't want I don't want to sit next to you coming back home <laughs> that is true i wouldn't want to sit next to me either to be honest but i, I i'm lucky that i don't have to do those sorts of long flights anymore um which is good uh yeah but i 
being next to the people with massive suitcases and stuff that absolutely sucks it's just that I've, I've never had anything lost by an airline before which i'm really lucky but that's always kind of the paranoid thing for me is that i'm like look if i check anything in it's probably going to get lost i don't want to check anything in i would check a backpack uh, i will just take a backpack with me as much as possible <laughs> and so yeah so uh i recorded a little father's day um show you were you were sick right Yeah, I was sick. So basically, I had lost my voice last week. <laughs> so, I we we haven't done video sign language podcasts yet. Um, so we, our, our options were kind of limited. Um, you know, uh, like you know, when you've got a kid who is in nursery or in play school or, or play group or whatever, they get ill a lot, oh. um, just from like coughs and colds and stuff. And it was just one of those ones that we that we picked up but i'm all good now all better and then um i decided to do a little pod for fathers out there so basically i just turned on record and i started talking and i decided to say happy father's day to you which when you listen you'll hear it <laughs> i'm gonna listen i'm gonna listen i get it was a complete surprise to me when we talked about it before but yeah definitely okay. and so um, i should follow us on soundcloud <laughs> You should follow us on SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, um, I was, you know, I told how happy, you know, Father's Day to you. And I told people about my brother, who is my role model. And then I, I, I told people that I was going to do a little exercise, I guess, or a thing during Father's Day. So basically, I work for a marketing company that I go to Pride events. And I was in Columbus doing Columbus Pride. And I was flying back home this Sunday which here, and I guess also in England, is Father's Day. And what I decided to do, I literally took, like, eight copies of my book. And I decided to, like, see that and be like, hey, so happy Father's Day. And if they react or something, be like, by the way, I, you know, I am a dad too, and I have a book, and I just want to give it to you. So I was nice. that creepy guy that I went up to parents and be like, Hey, uh, happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you, sir. And they'll be like, hey, by the way, I travel for a living, and here's my book. And it went well. It actually, I kind of thought that I would be like, you know, like, because I basically put on a tutu, talk to strangers, make them dance, make them do all this stuff. And I thought I was going to have, like, the balls just to walk up so to somebody and that is either reading or next to the reading section and say hi. Uh, my name is Jose, and then I wrote a book, and since it's Father's Day, I would like to you. But it turned out, I don't know, there was something in the airport that I was kind of getting a little nervous. So as soon as I passed the check-in, I'm putting all my stuff back to where they're supposed to be. And <laughs> I see a dad with, I see a guy, and then there's like four kids next to him, and I'm like, hey, so you're traveling on Father's Day? He's like, yeah, we have to. I'm like, hey, by the way, my name is Jose. Here's my book. He looks at me. He's like, oh, this is pretty cool. All right, thanks, man. And then I walked away. And then I went to see, like, if I find, like, a dad type during yeah. in the, you know, those, like, they have a little corner in the those stores where there's a bunch of books. And then yeah. I saw somebody, and then I kind of got a little self-conscious, and then I didn't say anything. And then I just kept walking around, And then I'm like, okay, I got to do this. And then I went back in and I was going to talk to this girl and she just left. And then I'm like, just pretending that I'm looking at uh, books. And then this Asian girl stops by and I'm like, all right, I got to say something. And I'm like, oh, you know, this, 
this little bookstore seems like to get shorter and shorter because usually they have a big section in Columbus yeah. airport. It was like a little corner. And she's like, yeah, um, it seems like in bigger airports, they have a bigger section. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, do you like to read a lot? And she's like, yeah, here and there. I'm like, well, here's my book. It's Father's <laughs> Day. And um, I would like to give it to you as a gift because I am a dad and I'm traveling. She just looks at me. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she kind of puts it away, puts the other book back, and then she walks away. And I'm like, nice. all right, crap. And then <laughs> I give it to another guy. He was he seemed like, you know, thank you very much. And then I found before I was going to um, to board the plane, I was waiting for um, them to start boarding. And then I saw this guy with a shirt that says, Everybody could be a father, but nobody could be a dad. And so I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, um, happy Father's Day. He's like, oh, thank you, man. And I'm like, um, I travel for a living, kind of. And then uh, I wrote a book and I want to give it to you. I am a dad, too, and I'm going home today. So I just want to wish you a happy Father's Day and give it to get, give it to you. And he's like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. And then he's like, oh, I see you have your card because I put my, my business card inside the, the book. And then yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, he's here's my card. I actually work for um, Fathers Group here in Ohio, and I'm like, oh, cool. And then so we just talked for like a little bit, and then they were starting to call. And I'm like, all right, man, thanks, you know, uh, thank you very much. But I was standing in another gate, like it was, I was gate 33, but I was standing on gate 35, so I was thinking this guy you know, was waiting for another plane. And then yeah. uh, then I'm just waiting to uh, for them to call my boarding group. And then he gets behind me. And I'm and I turn and I'm like, hey, so you, are you going to LA? He's like, yeah, I'm going for work. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's cool, man. He's And I'm like, so is that for the fathers? He's like, no, I'm actually a, an engineer. And I work for Edison, which is, um, you know, the electrical company here. And yeah. I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, where are you staying? And he's like, in Pasadena. And I'm like, what? I'm, and he's like, yeah, in Pasadena. I'm like, I live like 10 minutes from Pasadena. He's like, oh, cool. I'm staying at this Holiday Inn on Colorado. And I'm like, wait, the one on Rosemead? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I live like four blocks down the street and he's like no way really i'm like yeah <laughs> and then he's like i'm actually going to go to have um a dinner at the mall and i'm like bro i used to work at that mall and i'm like we should get together and he gave me his business card but it's been so crazy and i've been spending too much time with uh with my son and my girlfriend so i couldn't but it would have been perfect i would have like went and you know had him as a guest he's actually let me see His business card. I'm not going to say his name, but is it this one? No. So we, we uh, so me and Jose have a, when we do the podcast, we have a video feed as well. So I'm currently looking at Jose going through all of his, his business cards. So <laughs> he is. That is a cool business card, man. Uh, he works for Fatherhood, Re, uh, Fatherhood resource center so it's a job center for fathers and it's called urban light ministries so i guess they help fathers trying to become good fathers so it should be a yeah. good guest one day unfortunately yeah, i'm gonna definitely. be leaving tomorrow so otherwise i wouldn't but what a coincidence i'm like 
this fool is a dad. I say hi to him, give him my book. He gives me his business card and he's literally staying five minutes from my house. Sometimes things like that are scary. Uh, like the, the chances of you two running into each other and those kinds of coincidences are absolutely astronomical. Um, but dude, kudos to you for giving your book out at an airport. Like I, I, like obviously like you, my job is kind of people interfacing and, and doing marketing and stuff like that. So I don't think I'd have the balls like to, to go out to someone and go, Hey, yeah, do you like books? I like, I, I wouldn't have the balls to do it. Like kudos to you, sir. I, it stopped me like twice because he was a girl and I was like, should I go talk to her? And then there was a guy and he looked very like, mm, this is a, I don't want to describe him. <laughs> Let's just say I I don't think I should uh, you know start ta- having a conversation with him because he probably would have been like who's this guy, but I'm like nah and then uh, so but yeah I give out one two three four books, nice for free nice. and if anybody wants to purchase my book you could purchase my book on Amazon and it's called How to Be a Dad Without a Dad written by yours truly truly Jose de la Roca so if anybody wants to support this podcast you could do it by purchasing. My book, How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. All right, so we were going to talk about something interesting with your Uh, son. Yes. So two days ago, this thing happened to me. So essentially picked up my son from nursery or playgroup. And they're like, oh, you need to fill out an accident form. I was like, oh, okay. That happens all the time. He's he's clumsy. He walks around. He's a really good walker, actually. But he's, you know, he still falls over and and does stuff anyway. And they're like, oh, yeah. uh, It's just because um, essentially uh, your son was bitten by another kid today. Uh, So there's a little bit of a mark. Uh, So, yeah, you just need to fill out the accident form. And uh, two days prior to that, I had a discussion with them, which was like, hey, um, you know, everything's okay, but your son did bite someone today. Uh, Now, my son is like 18 months old now. Um, Apparently, it's very common for kids that age to go through a period where they are self-aware, they get super frustrated because they have a good awareness of, like, words and can tell you what they want, but they can't voice it. So, for example, when they can tell you what they want, they, like, point at stuff. And then you kind of have to guess what they want from there. Um, That doesn't happen with other kids when they interact with other kids. So this is like five kids, all of similar age range uh, to my son in a room. Um, All boys uh, are every Tuesday and Thursday. And Tuesday and Thursday is when shit goes down in this room. (laughs) Uh, And uh, this Tuesday, past Tuesday, was my son being the bitee or the biter. And then this Thursday, he was the the, the victim of a bite. Um, Payback? Yeah. uh, It's totally not a problem. It apparently is very, very common for for kids to go through this phase before they they can basically voice what they want and give uh, form to the words that they want to say. Um, But yeah, that happened. What was really interesting is that when... um, when I uh, was speaking to uh, the uh, carer um, about what happened, uh, I didn't like ask what happened. I wasn't like, who the hell bit my son? I wasn't like that. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Don't worry. My son bit someone else the other day, so it's totally not a problem. Um, but for some reason, she thought I said, uh, who bit my son? And she was like, oh, no, actually, we're not, we're not allowed to tell you 
who 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 bit your son? I was like, oh, okay, that's not a problem. Um, and I said as a joke, like, oh, don't worry, I'm just going to assume a black mark against everyone in this uh, in this playgroup. I'm just going to hold a, a grudge against all of them just to just to cover the bases. And I said that kind of turning cheek. Um, and it like it fell completely flat. It was the equivalent oh, no. of just like she did not get the sarcasm whatsoever. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't think she thinks I'm a psycho, which is okay. Um, but it's yeah, it was a little bit. It was a little bit interesting. Um, but they're watching you now. But yeah, but I did, I had no idea about this biting thing. I mean, Jose, help me out. Like, is, did that happen with your son? Is that a thing? Wait, you didn't know? Well, first no, of no, all, no. let me say that I guess the rules are worldwide because yeah. the the way you describe every everything that happened at your nursery is the same way my girlfriend and everybody at her job applies everything. You need to do a uh, was it. Uh, report uh, accident report yeah. form and that's that I need to sign yeah and that's basically accident means biting falling down any little detail that happened to your son especially if you got a mark and then you're going to see it later on right yep that is something that also happens with my son uh and also when you said that they couldn't tell you who it was <laughs> also happens with my girlfriend So that's pretty interesting that, you know, the rules apply everywhere. Yeah. And so I want to say I knew that and I'm going to go back, I want to say 10 years because mm -hmm. my niece is going to become 11. So my niece and my nephew grew up with me because I used to live with my brother. So um, I came to this country and I started living with my brother. He's like my dad. He is my dad, basically. Um, and then, so when my nephew and my niece were born, I was around until probably, I want to say, like, I left the house, finally moved out when she was probably four and he was six. So they spent a lot of time with me. I basically became the, you know, the standby parent, like we call it here, or yeah, the yeah. personal babysitter. So my yep. niece was very attached to me, right? And my nephew too. And I don't remember my nephew going through that situation, but I I do remember my niece going through that. And I don't want to say that this is the way to fix it, but it worked with me. <laughs> And let me explain. So she went through a phase where she was biting people, right? Yeah. And uh, she never bit me. But I knew she was biting everybody, especially her brother. And I remember we were playing one time and I'm a very hands on person. Like I said before, like I become a freaking three year old. Uh, I feel bad for my my girlfriend because I'm like, it's me and my son against her every yeah. day. And we play around. You hear us screaming, laughing, all this stuff. And I'm the same way with my niece because that's who I am. I'm not, I don't like to touch other kids and I don't like to take care of other kids. They're not my kids. I don't want to know anything about other kids. But when it comes yep. to my niece, my nephew, and my, and my son, I'm all over them and I'm like getting on top of them, squishing them, or I could be farting on them, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we were playing and I remember she bit me and my first reaction is that I flick her on the mouth. Yeah. 
And like I told you before, it's like, you know, when you say a bad word, you just want to see what happens. You don't want to make it a big deal. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I didn't want to. I like my first reaction was to flicker on, on the mouth and I feel horrible. But I just said, let's see what happens. <laughs> and then she just looked at me and we kept playing. And yeah. guess what happened? She kept biting everybody else except me. <laughs> That's really interesting. So I'm not saying flick your kid on the mouth. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that. But it worked with my niece. Now, yeah, that's the thing that happens. Now with my son, he started biting people. And then we started explaining to him. I'm in a way that sometimes words doesn't make everything, especially when it's a little boy. So I keep telling him that whatever he does to me, we could do it to him. You know, in a way for him to give an example. So I remember if he started biting, I would like grab his finger and of course not bite it, but just be a little bit. And he, I'll yeah, be like, yeah. does that hurt? And he's like, yeah. And then I'm like, well, that's what you're doing to me. So yeah. he kind of got it after a while. And of course, let me rephrase this again. I mean, I'm not biting my son. I'm just putting my teeth a little bit so he could yeah, yeah. feel the teeth. So he knows what's happening, right? So for him to see that he's doing something to me that's hurting me, and for him to feel it the same, he's like, oh, okay, I got it. And, you know, like we always say, we're not doctors, we're not the best no. advice or everything, but that's what I started doing, and it kind of worked. And another situation is that, <laughs> so my girlfriend works at the nursery, preschool, daycare, whatever you want to call it. And my son came one day and he's like, uh, oh, she came and she's like, by the way, somebody bit, you know, my son. And then I'm like, who was it? She's like, well, we can't tell you. So I went to the source and I asked my son, so who bit you? And then he told me who it was. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, and I turned to my girlfriend. I'm like, who's that? And she's like, I can't really tell you. So I kind of found out who it was. And then, uh, uh. And then the interesting part was that I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, so what's the procedure? And then she's like, well, we do an exit and report on both sides. They want the kid that got bitten and the kid who bit the person. Yeah. And then I and I kind of got mad. I'm like, why do we need to do a, a, a report? Because my son got bitten. And she's like, well, just to inform you that that happened. And I'm like, look, I don't care as long as. The other person, the teachers talk to them and make sure that doesn't happen again. And she's like, well, we cannot promise that it's not going to happen because and I'm like, no, 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 no. If you guys are not going to make that happen, I could go now and be like, hey, sir, your kid is biting my son. And she's like, well, that's not the way it's supposed to be, you know, because they're kids. It's going to happen. And I'm like, yeah, and like I always (laughs) tell people the way you raise your kids is going to show on them so you're doing a bad example if your kid doesn't stop biting people it's okay to bite because it's that thing that is going to happen but here it comes the parenting where at some point it has to stop right yeah i mean like it comes from a teething place as well right like they are 
incredibly frustrated because they've got teeth protruding through their gums and they need to get it out. So that also dials up their frustration levels. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting that the procedure is pretty much the same. Like that kind of, when you're a dad, it's very interesting when the like primordial kind of protection instinct of your, uh, of your offspring kind of kicks in. And it's only really happened like a few times with me, but I remember the first time it happened was when there was a kid at playgroup that basically would scream in my son's face and or uh, like pretend to sneeze. And then that would make my son cry, but then he would laugh. <laughs> but this is like when they're literally like, so to tell you how juvenile this is, like my son is 18 months old now. When that happened, I reckon he would have been like 10 months. And the kid that was doing it was also 10 months. So it's like, you can't you can't sit the 10-month-year-old down and go, like, you know, this is wrong, this is against the etiquette, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't do that. So, you know, it, it, but the weirdest feeling within me, I think I even spoke about it on the podcast recently, was um, just like, I was, there was like a little thing inside me, like a little voice going, well, Andy, you know, you're going to have to sort this kid out now. I mean, that's it. I mean, it's an affront on the, on the Griffiths household lines in the sand dude like go on um yeah but then obviously as soon as i heard that and it took like a second i was like hang on this is absolutely ridiculous it's just a baby it's just a kid but obviously your son is is a few years older than mine but i imagine that that instinct especially as they're getting older like once they go through primary school or secondary school or high school like I, I, it must just continue well it must just get crazy i remember a couple well I always say that it's not the kid's fault, right? So yeah. there's been incidents where, you know, there's a kid doing things. And I don't blame the kid, especially if he's older. Yeah, I will go to the parents, is this your kid? Literally, it's been so many times that I just go, hey, um, is this your kid? And they say, yeah. And I'm like, well, he's pushing people or doing this. And then they go, oh, I'm sorry. Let me be a parent for five minutes. <laughs> But I don't care. Like I told you, I don't care. I go and single handle it. I'm like, where are your parents? Over there. Then I'll be like, give me five minutes. And then yep. I go to the parent and be like, excuse me, is that your son? Well, he's doing this and this and this. Can you fix it? And then they do it. When you single handle, you know, it's called shaming. You're literally yeah, shaming yeah. the parent in front of other parents. And there's, you know times that it's going to be hopeless because they don't care they really didn't want to be a dad and or a mom and then just doing whatever they want but most of the time i want to say 80 of their parents are nice especially when you go to a playground uh there's going to be you know the ones that really don't care what they do but if you mm. shame them in front of other people they would react and be like hey you're not supposed to be doing or like why are you doing that here and that And then I went. We went to, we went to a new playground that we found in Pasadena. It's very nice uh, playground. And this little kid uh, was, you know, just playing around. And he came to my son, and he's like, "Hey, you want to play with me?" And then my son is very not good with new stuff. And when I mean mm. new, it could be anything from people from movies anything new he's not he doesn't accept it well right yeah so he wants to play with us and that's it he doesn't want to make friends he literally doesn't want to make friends he just wants 
us to play with them at the playground. And, you know, it's probably our mistake because, like I always said, that we're so hands-on. Um, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we're doing it. And yeah. so this kid came and then my, <laughs> he asked him, do you want to play with me? And then my son passed by and he looked at me and the kid goes like, he said he doesn't want to play with me. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, son. And like, play with them, make friends, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, literally he just started ignoring the kid and the kid started following him. And I'm feeling bad for the kid because, you know, my son is being a dick for yeah. now. And then his, I believe that his instincts, instincts worked even before we started judging anybody. So this kid is just following him and blah, blah, blah. And then this kid has started to like say weird things like kids say. And then he yeah. was wearing this like sandals that looked like Cookie Monster that he was on crack or something. But <laughs> and then he just out of nowhere, he's like, I can't walk with this stupid shit. And me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend and I looked at each other and, he, and we're like, did he just say that? Yeah. And then he's like, I feel stupid walking on these stupid things. And I'm like, whoa. And then the sister that it was around, an older sister, like five years older than him, she's like, you're not stupid. And I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what to do. And then he goes to my son and he's like, play with me. And here comes the part. He grabs his hand and starts pulling him. Says, play with me. And then I'm like, hey. Don't do that. Yeah. And he looked at yep. me like, okay. And then, so I told the kid to stop doing that, right? Yeah. And then he walked away. And the parents were like over there just, you know, because they have like four kids. You know, whatever. They probably didn't see anything or heard anything. But I'm pretty sure they will handle it if something bad will happen. But I told the kid, hey, don't touch my kid. So back up. <laughs> I'm fine too, but I'll, you know, whatever. Yeah, but that, that that that's a good thing that you did though, man. Like it's a, it's des- definitely a more of a passive aggressive thing to do. Like, yeah, I. That that's the thing. It's when you have that many kids as well. Like it must be so hard to to crowd control that stuff. But whose problem is that? Well, that is true. That is true. But that's why one or two is 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 manageable. I would say. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I definitely worry about, well, not necessarily worry. It's more like I worry. I, I, I've never had, I've never had that kind of that protection instinct kind of kick in before, but it super has kicked in. And I think it's a, it's an interesting thing. I worry because my son seems like it's a little cl- clumsy. He's very clumsy. He, he likes the gossip and he's very mm. into, and I'm sure every kid is like that. But I feel that comparing to everybody that's at the playground, my son is the one that is going to get hurt for be watching somebody else. He will be watching mm. people playing and he will forget what he's doing and boom, he will fall. Yeah. And then I feel that he and this is maybe the way I was brought that I don't know how to like I never been on a fight I probably don't know how to defend myself. I'm more vocal and, you know, funny in a way that avoid problems. So I don't know how he's going to handle having a problem situation at the playground or at school, right? 
And that's the reason I want to put him in karate right now because, you know, he needs to start kicking some butt. <laughs> and I don't know. That's another thing. Like, you know, I keep telling him, I keep teaching him how, you know, we had the little show that we did back in the day. It's like, you know, don't push me, walk away. I keep saying yeah, to him, yeah. like, you know, if somebody tries to push you, you got to slap his hand, hit him in the head and hit him with your elbow. And it's kind of funny that we do it, but, you know, I want him to take it seriously. So if something like that happens, it's like your in- instincts comes out and just block the whoever's pushing you and hit him in the head. I think it, it's an age thing, though, isn't it? Because, like, if I think back to what I was like when I was your son's age, like, I can't, I can't even fathom it, really. Like, I remember being on the playground and stuff, and I remember bad stuff happening. Um, but not, like, terribly bad. Just, like, I remember falling over one time and cracked my head open <laughs> once, I think. That wasn't that... That's not that bad, okay? It's it's not that bad. The terminology sounds bad, but it's not that bad. Like, it's just going to A&E, like, once. Um, <laughs> but nothing was broken. <laughs> 25 like stitches a, that ain't that bad yeah, yeah. um but I, I i think that everyone and again we're not doctors we're not psychologists we don't know but i know that all of kind of my hard life lessons came from me hurting myself enough but not so much that it was detriment to anything else in my life right so i would say that having falling over on the playground and my head cracking open um that would definitely be filed under that um uh playing football and having my nose broken i would definitely file it under that as well now obviously for my family and my support network the fact that that's happening looks traumatic but i think that when it happens to you i just think you kind of just get on with it you know what i mean and i'm not saying that as a parent i'd be absolutely gutted absolutely gutted if anything like that happened to my son but I think it's kind of inevitable the more time that you spend on this planet, you're going to get hurt a little bit. You know what I mean? And I think the the anxiety, because kids are really clever. like They pick up on anxiety like so quickly um, that I just I don't want to project anything that my, that my son might get. I'll give you an example. So uh, my son is obsessed with tents at the moment. Um, and when I say tents, I mean like literally indoor tents that kind of move around and he basically, he'll go inside them and then he'll start moving around while he's inside them, which moves the tents around, around the living room basically. Um, and he was having fun laughing around and, um, he has a dummy because he's, he's teething a lot at the moment. So he has a dummy, goes into this tent and then he kind of pushes the tent over and then he kind of falls down at the same time. He laughs, he finds it hilarious, but then when he comes out of the tent, um, his literally his mouth is covered in blood because what? what's happened is that the dummy as he's fallen over he's fallen onto his mouth and the dummy is kind of cut into his top lip a bit Ugh. and as it's done that it's just caused like you know with any head wounds or, or, or lips or whatever it's just caused lots of blood to come around his mouth um, obviously me and my wife absolutely panicked and we're like oh my god what's he done we clean him up we figure out the situation then he goes on and now he takes a little bit more care in the tents that he's in. No doubt, give it a couple of days, he m- might hurt himself again. But ultimately, that's kind of, I do believe that's kind of a way that you learn. And he hasn't, you know, caused himself lasting damage or anything like that. And we 
uh, monitor him. Like we look at him and watch him all the time while he's playing. So it's, uh, yeah, that that's kind of the real life example that I would use. But I mean, I, I'm new to this gig. Like I've only been a parent for like 18 months. So it, it's a tricky thing. And it all depends on the kids, right? I guess one kids are going to be tougher than the other ones. Like I compare kids with my niece and my nephew. My nephew, a fly will pass by and that fool will cry. Yeah. And my niece could like literally fall down down the stairs, bah, 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 get up. she will get up and be like, oh, let's go let's go play, you know? <laughs> and I think one thing that I wanna tell my girlfriend right before I leave or something is like my son is becoming a little mom dependent and mm. in a way that he's crying for everything like you know if he wants to put a shirt and we say no he'll be like <laughs> but I want to put a shirt and you know like and uh, he, like we went to Denny's to have uh, breakfast the day after Father's Day and then he's like I want to sit next to mom and I'm like cool that's fine I don't care and then I noticed that she's like literally holding him next to her and i'm like uh-oh nope that is that is my son right on cue it's okay let me see what he does oh wait do you yeah, have but, do you you could see him uh no I, i've got a monitor so he's in so i'm like two room well not two rooms i've got a whole way between me and him but yeah i've just got a baby monitor because it's uh, currently 10 o'clock here and it, it, he's he's sleeping he's sleeping but yeah he's all good he's all okay good. okay and then I'm like, shh, 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 what are you doing? And she's like, well, uh, and I'm like, you don't need to hold them. You just need to be sitting next to each other. You don't need to, like, give him a hug. It's like, ah. So hopefully she works on that. And she listens, by the way. So yeah, work on that, my girlfriend. <laughs> and so, yeah. But you gave two different examples. Like, I will be panicking. I would be dying when you cut your head open and all the blood happens. But if you're playing yeah, football and you break your nose, I'll be like, ah, eh, you had it coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> eh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess all I can imagine is like for my mom and for my dad, when they got that call from school, where it's like, hey, you need to come get your son or you need to, hey, something's happened at school. He's currently at A&E or whatever. Um, yeah, but I can't remember it. Surprisingly, <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the trauma, but, um, but those things have totally, they've informed my life. They've shaped my character. And I don't think you can kind of insulate kids from that. I don't think, but then I'm not saying you should put them in harm's way. That's not what I'm saying. It's more just like, no, but know, it's always like a difference, you know, like you're saying yeah. like you're at the playground and you cut your head open. That's a different thing when, you know, when you're like literally playing a sport and you break your nose. And hopefully when they call me from the school, I don't have to go back and be like, next time, motherfuckers, when you call me and say that my son is at ER, you better be specific of what he's doing. Because I don't want to yeah. go there thinking he's about to die when all he did is broke his nose because somebody hit the ball hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, but you, it must get to the point where they, especially at like primary school and stuff. So primary school in the UK is like four to the age of 11. Like, you imagine being the school secretary or something. You must be doing those calls like every single day. 
Like, oh yeah, come get blah blah blah. Like that that must be the case. Like, oh he cracked his head, oh he broke his leg, or <laughs> yeah, he's thrown up in the toilet. Oh, um come get him. Um Yeah. It, it's definitely they are two different examples though, so you're right, hundred percent. Um but yeah, obviously I hope that nothing like that happens. Uh twenty twenty. What else did you break? Any dads listening or any of their kids. What else did you break? I think that's it. Uh, those are the two things. Um, all in the head area, which, you know, is the <laughs> most important area. So uh, I think I've done good Is stuff that why there. you forget things? <laughs> no, that's just a character flaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't put that down to any accident that I had. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I, all the, I don't think you pe- people do over-insulate their kids a little bit nowadays. Um, I'm trying not to do that with my son, but he, like I say, he's super young and nothing that bad has really happened to him. So yeah, I think as soon as something bad does happen, uh, like that interaction that you described in the playground of like your son dealing with a potential bully and then him starting pulling him by the arm, like I have no idea how I'd react to that. I don't think I'd be as calm and calculated as you are, which is, Hey, don't do that. <laughs> uh, I think it might've been worse. <laughs> no, and yeah. like, you have to get to know your son, right? So you had to see who he is, what he's going to do. Like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, my son is a little, he's very smart. I want to say that he's a very smart kid. He's super smart. He is fun. He's very charismatic, but he lacks, you know, I always say he lacks, lacks that he has to be independent and things like that. And he's clumsy in a way that <laughs> when we go places, I'm always like, Watch where you're going. Watch where you're going. Watch where you're going. Don't worry what people are doing. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on what you're doing. Eh, 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 eh. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about the eh, eh. Don't worry about it. Focus what you're doing. Because most of it's been like 80% of the time where he gets hurt. It's because he's not paying attention to what he's actually doing. <laughs> so it's like you get to know your son and you know what to do, what to react, what to say. Yeah. You know, and it's like... Like, we were at the playground yesterday, and we're literally pushing him on the swing because he wants to be in the swing. And instead of him saying what he used, he says all the time, my girlfriend and I were literally in the back pushing him, and we're talking. And he usually says, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll, I'm all done. And luckily, the swing was just going super slow. He decides to get down. Wow. So he decides to say, he turns around and kind of says, I'm done. And then goes down and ba ba bam boom ba ba. And then he's like, to the point that I knew nothing happened, but he's like shaking. He's like, he can't even cry. It's one of those. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, relax. I saw the fall. You were in front it's of okay. me. It's okay. Relax. And then he's like <laughs> putting the arms for his mom. And I'm like, nah, relax. That didn't happen. And then I just lift his like shirt and you know put his you know pants a little bit down just to check. And I'm like, you're fine. He's like uh, uh, and I'm like, why didn't you say all that? <laughs> but he'll know for next time, right? Well he better. Cause imagine I mean, if I'm- he would have just like tried to like it was going super hard and he just says, I'm done. Yeah. You would have kept going. <laughs> 
I mean, that, that's what I'm really looking forward to, though. Like, I'm looking forward to the for point your son when... to fall down the the swing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, I I feel like the, the the negative character things are just building up for me during this particular episode. So I'm gonna get a retreat it back. But like, I feel like at the moment with my son because he's so young, he can't communicate. So he just baby babbles, and I feel like, you know, like say you haven't had a lot of sleep or whatever and you're saying stuff but no one can really understand you like how frustrating that must be imagine that like all the time when you've had all the sleep in the world and you feel super super happy and people still don't really understand what the hell you're talking about and you're pointing like profusely and they still don't get it like i'm really looking forward to the time when my son can like go hey yeah uh, i want the ball just go get the ball and then i'm like brilliant I know exactly what he wants. Whereas at the moment, it's like a, a, a point that gets progressively angrier and then more times than he does it. Like, yeah, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Like, that can't come soon enough for me. Um, and I know that's like, you should never wish away time or progression time. Um, but I just feel like it would help him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you can't wait until he says, Dad, I just shed my pants, so... Here we go. Yeah, you need to get on that. I was like, okay, okay. yeah, no problem. <laughs> I guess that's the next step for you, right? Potty train in about soon? Yes, uh, I am buying a, uh, a what do you call it? Tiny toilet. Oh, we still have it. If you want to have what, ours. What, what are they called? Uh, They're like uh, the tiny plastic things you put in the corner. They're shaped like bedpans, but you don't call them bedpans for some reason. I don't even know what bedpans are. Uh, so bedpans are like, <laughs> I can't believe it's described as a bedpan. A bedpan is basically a hole, and it's shaped around the curvature of a person's ass. Um, and if they're bedridden, basically you put it underneath them when they're in hospital. Uh, I just know that from Scrubs, which is a TV show. I've never had it. But Change yeah. the top. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, a potty. I guess a potty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potty. That's the next thing to do. <laughs> uh, so yeah. you think your son is going to keep biting? It hasn't happened since he, the last report of biting came in. Um, so I think we're okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, if it's part of his development, apparently all kids go through it. And then um, the other thing that my girlfriend says is, uh, when kids are running and they literally fall down and they hit their head on corners. Mm. She says that that happens all the time. And then I remember when my son, <laughs> I feel bad because I kind of blame my girlfriend and I was freaking the fuck out. When he fell because it was dark, he just, he's very clum clumsy, man. Like we were playing, I forgot what we were playing. And then I turned off the light and then you know, for us to scare him. And then you just hear, ah! so he's like, we turn off the light and he just turned around and hit himself in the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, we can't even play hide and seek. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so he fell one time on his head because I turned off the light and he tripped on his own foot, I think. And we were like literally just one step from going out the door. But he hit himself on the ground where it's metal. And the That's blood okay. started to go in. And then he had like a big swollen ball. 
and I'm freaking the fuck out. He's like, I'm like, first thing I start saying, I'm like, what's your name? How old are you? Just for him to see if he has a concussion. And he's yeah. screaming. He's like, ah. And I'm just making sure, like, I'm a paramedic, I guess. Like, just tell me what day it is. Is it night? Is, you know, just to make sure he's fine. And But, yeah, she says that kids all the time are just running and boom. And then immediately the big ball on their heads all the time, on their eyes and things like that. So there you go. You have something to look forward to. And you know what else we're looking forward to? Are you ready? Hey. Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. And this is Andy with Andy's Jokes. And if you want to be part of Andy's Jokes, you guys could send us an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And here's Andy. With Andy. So, ah, what? <laughs> so what? Tell me. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the, for the gear to, to kick in. I think he's leaving. He's leaving. He's leaving with all the good jokes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so... These jokes, I'll do two today. This comes from uh, a card called Emergency Dad Jokes, which is what my wife bought me for Father's Day. So ah, shout awesome. out to her, which is awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> She's like, okay. you need a little help. Here you go. She does just need a lot of help. <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> which company has the best voice? Oh, wait. I said it wrong. Give me, give me two seconds. Let me, let me figure that out. <clears throat> that, we'll pretend that didn't happen. Doesn't matter. That joke have to be bad. There we go. We'll rewind it. Which computer has the best voice? Adele. Yay. <laughs> All right. I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. <clears throat> okay. How did the hipster burn his mouth? Uh, with a mousetrap. No, he ate dinner before it was cool. If anybody wants to be part of Andy's <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yes. We'll give you the first one. We'll give you the first one. <laughs> there we go. You can send us an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And you could be part of this segment. You could give us some money. For Andy to keep saying those wonderful hipster jokes. Or you could give us some money <laughs> for Andy to stop saying those wonderful hipster jokes. And please do. <laughs> so if anybody wants to be part of this conversation, you can send us an email at info. Oh, at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Nice. Uh, FYI, this card is pretty big, and there's like 20 more jokes on it. So Whoa! if you do want this to stop, send us some money. Or send us another card. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke yeah. one day. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it. We should do a dad joke off. See where it went. That sounded weird. But anyways. Um... Yeah. <laughs> 
any news with you? Any shoutouts? Any upcoming uh, events? Uh, a massive shout out to Will Brockass. Um, he did a talk about a thing that he does and he's got a new job. So shout out to him. I know he listens. Uh, obviously, a massive shout out to Chatty P as well. Uh, I know he's your mate, but I, I thought I'd give him a shout out this week as well because he always listens, which is awesome. Um, a massive shout out to my wife for making my second Father's Day really, really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks to everyone for, for listening as always. In a quick thing what you do for father's day uh what did i do um, <laughs> so it was he went out for... <laughs> thank you for my wife for a wonderful father's day what did you do i don't have a fucking idea <laughs> dude it was last sunday i mean it might as well be 200 years ago at this point um it was it was uh, this we sunday went out, we, we went out for a, long, for a nice meal we're recording on what is it what day is it we're recording on a wednesday so you know it's like three days it's a long way um <laughs> went for a nice meal uh took my son swimming and um got a lovely cart uh and some lego and uh yeah everything was great so yeah it was really good <laughs> i came back from columbus i gave out my book and they always do like a big thing on my brother so i have matching shirts for my son and I and I ate a lot of chicken and then I went looking for matching shoes but Vans doesn't have a lot of blue shoes anymore so we're still looking for matching shoes for my son and I so whenever we're out there you know probably this because they're always asking asking me if I'm always taking care of this kid and I'm like no that's my son even though he doesn't <laughs> look anything like me I'm not the babysitter relax so I gotta <laughs> keep buying stuff so we could match or something. So people stop asking me, "Are you the nanny?" Usted a nanny, señorito. Anyways, you don't look like a nanny. Yeah. Oh, one thing that I uh, I was telling my girlfriend, right? Because you know, for those who don't follow me on Instagram, which is at dad without a dad, at dad without a dad. Um, I basically look like somebody that is either here to pick you up in their Uber driver or I look like a upside down Chia Pet monkey type or I look like somebody that doesn't speak English. So every time I'm in an airplane or in a situation where I'm about to talk about somebody else's kids... I start by saying, I, my son, or I have a son. Like, for example, coming back in the plane, this lady sat next to me to my left. And I look like I look. look and she has all her kids in the other um, aisle. And I wanted to ask her a question. So I don't want to be that creepy guy that be like, hey, so about your kids, let me ask you this. <laughs> So I always start by saying, hi, so I have a three-year-old. And that changes the whole perspective of how I look, right? Because if I start yeah, by yeah. saying, hey, let me ask you something about your two-year-old little girl that is so cute. Then people will look <laughs> at me like, okay, weirdo, what do you want to know? Instead, yeah. I start by saying, hi, so I have a three-year-old son. And then everything changes because now they know I'm a dad and I'm talking about a dad perspective instead of a creepy ass dude that is just asking questions about their kids. That's a good dad tip, I think. 
hundred percent. Well, if hey, you look, if you I'm, look I'm, like I'm, me, I'm <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think in general it's a great tip. Like uh, I definitely. So I I kind of look too young to have a kid. I'd probably say um, the scraggly beard probably says that. Uh, and obviously, I'm like I'm a little bit thin um, as well. So I probably you know. Damn, be typecasted look, for a certain thing in TV shows. Anyway, look at you um, giving your props. I'm, I look so young and so thin. <laughs> Thirty-four, man. The the crow's feet don't lie, though. I'm definitely bloody feel it. Um. Anyway, uh, I I I work too much and I play too many games, so I've got kind of like I look tired all the time, which is you know what sexual predators look like as well. So you know it's 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 a problem. Uh. But yeah. Saying, hey, I'm a dad too, or hey, I'm I'm someone that can share your interests and is not weird, even if that's a subconscious thing, uh, it always helps. Yeah, Definitely. I always start by saying, hi, so I have a three-year-old, and I was wondering, or so, you know, this, this, and that, because I want to know about my son, and then things like that, instead of just yeah. saying, hey, let me ask you about your two-year-old little girl. <laughs> I'm very interested in the shoes. Tell me more about them. Yeah, you don't. Because <laughs> they do fit me, and pink is my favorite color. About me, about I'm about to be coast to coast. I'm going to be in Chicago. I'm going to be in quick trip to New York and a quick trip to Seattle. So if anybody is in New York, is anybody in Seattle or in Chicago, you could hit me up at Dad without a Dad at dad without a dad and always it's always a pleasure and thank you very much to whoever listens to cherry p to will it was funny how you said will did a thing about what he does and we don't know what he does but he posted something about the thing that he does but i don't know what it is he did a speech at a thing that he's like a he's a doctor in something he's not like a a a healing doctor he's like a no he's like a Big, scientist doctor. Yeah, he's like a big scientist, doctor, super smart dude, and he listens to both of us. So, there yeah. you go. Maybe he wants Thanks. to like keep feeling super smart and listens to both of us, and he's like, yep, I am. <laughs> or it's like this is some sort of long-term experiment that we've both been part of, and we haven't really, <laughs> been, haven't really, don't really know it. That could also be a possibility. But yeah, I will. And if anybody wants to be part of the conversation, you can send us an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. It's always an honor. It's always a pleasure. Thank you very much for everybody who listens. Thank you, Andy. Happy Father's Day. And where can people find you? You can find me at Gaming Goodness on Twitter, which is at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. G-I-M-I-N-G-G-O-O-D-N-E-S-S. And if anybody wants to have some grooming to their pets, where could people send an email to? They can send an email to doggylocks, that's D-O-G-G-I-L-O-C-K-S at yahoo.com. Especially if you're in what area? Uh, If you're in Portsmouth, Southampton, Hampshire, Winchester, basically south of the UK, um, they'll hook you up. Doggylocks, go get your pets groom and lock those prizes guys <laughs> seamless because uh, i always say go get your dog groom and lock those prizes because it makes more sense yeah so yeah. when i said pets it threw me off 
<laughs> you guys have been listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad from Andy all the way in England. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. Thank you very much for everything, guys. Happy Father's Day again to everybody, to my brother, to Andy, uh, to your... Uh, who else? Wait, those are your brothers? Everyone. Every, every father out there. To every father out there. All right. See you guys. <laughs>